There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 St. Louis. Listen to TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen. Oh, sure. Yeah, it is. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Darren Atkins, and Jackson Burkett, uh, Ken Strode retired yesterday. He's not with us today, apparently. He will. Uh, he is looking at uh, opportunities to bring his talents to South Beach. He's going to Miami. That's right. All right. Well, he's a kind of a Miami kind of guy. I agree with you. Know, you. He had the Miami Vice thing going. In the, I agree with you. In the eighties, and so he'll fit in well down there. I look forward to it. We appreciate his time on the program, and we wish him the best. He has those teenage friends there. Was it Kai? Oh, yeah, SGO Kai. Yeah. Are you still checking in with SGO Kai? Oh, he's back. Yeah, he is. His retirement's oh. over. No, he's uh, he's got a lot going on, man. I bet he does. Well, he does. He's like got, what? Well, he's got this rental company. He's got his swaggy selling. He's at these merchandise shows every week. <laughs> he's he's liquidating assets. <laughs> he's bought into this. There. Hook, line, and sinker, haven't you? <laughs> he just seems to... Always be place. He's got rappers he's promoting. He's... Well, the one truth we know is everyone online is who they say they are. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, I can see his Instagram posts. He's not faking all these people at his booth. Okay. He's got a booth. Take that dirty rap. He knows he's, mer- he's got his SGO Kai uh, rolling papers. He's got his... Does that mean he's selling anything? I guess. He's got... Um, I think he's part of a marijuana company, too. I mean, he's... The kid's got it going. Oh, does he? Okay. I haven't talked to him. I text him every once in a while. Yeah, what's he have to say? It's uh, Betty. God, what was her name? Betty Houston, who I talked about one time. <laughs> I don't know Betty she... Houston sounds like she'd be 90 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's changed her name now to S- Slow Bunny. She Slow think, Bunny. She thinks she's a rapper now. She's got these songs. It's all techno. What's the one where you just, <clears throat> you basically just talk into a box and it, Kind of like that Cassie girl. I, I don't know. She's just Stacy McMillan. What's it called? Stacy McMillan. That's right. That's I did my headphones on. Um, <clears throat> but she's like one song after another. It's all the same. They call me Slow Bunny. I'm doing my honey. And it's just, and she thinks she's a rap star. She's just. Uh, and you listen to that type of music? Uh, it pops up on my Instagram. Oh. Anyway, there's the uh, SGO Kai update. We just thought you were kind of a South Florida kind of guy. 
Well, he is. No, you. We thought maybe <laughs> you would, would fit in well if you went back down there. Key yeah. West. Well, maybe. now, back in the one of my 30s, I'd really fit in. Now I'd fill in with the Palm Beach white shoes crowd. Palm Beach crowd. You're a Palm Beach guy? Yeah, Palm Beach white shoes <laughs> guy. With the playing, Kennedys there. Playing, cro- <laughs> playing croquet. Mm-hmm. Doug, did you watch that JFK documentary I recommended last night? No, I watched You're the watching blues. the blues and yes, the lightning. Uh-huh. Five nothing? Yeah. What in God's name is going on with your St. Louis Blues? They've got it all figured out for sure. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the Avalanche and the Lightning played for the Chalice two years ago, and they've outscored them 13-2 to two in their last two matchups. Right. Everything has fallen into place. This team we thought didn't have any offense now has lots of offense. The defense that we were so concerned about looks terrific. Has Bruby made any changes? Yes, the defensive system has been the change, I think. Colton Pareko looks like a hell of yeah. a player all of a sudden. Looks like they've taken the chains off him and say, go, do what you want to do. Skate, boys, skate. Yeah. Uh, and Jeremy Rutherford's going to join us coming up at 9 o'clock. He takes two-part questions. He said at the trivia night, which mm. he attended on Saturday, he got nothing but two-part questions when people recognized really? him. So isn't that nice that you can mm. live that way? That you can live Probably out not. your show dreams yeah. in person? Our guest... They seem to enjoy the two-part questions. I think Lisa Ann does. She prefers them. And now Ruthsy seems yeah, to Ruthsy. enjoy it. That's yeah. correct. That's actually correct. Uh, here is what Craig Berube had to say about a Jim Dandy last night down at Enterprise. Hit the lever. There wasn't a lot going on, to be honest with you, in the game, I thought, in the first period. Um, but I think from a defensive standpoint, checking standpoint, we're pretty solid, disciplined, staying out of the box. Um and then, you know, did a good job of finishing on some plays and scoring and then staying with it. Tori Krug, how do you do? Binner, binner, nice chicken dinner? Cairo, a couple of tallies. Yeah, he's either on or he's off. And yeah. I'll, uh, on last night. Uh, so, Doug, if the playoffs were to end today and they are uh, starting next week, they would take on the defending cup champions and Alex Petrangelo. Well, I wouldn't think Vegas wants anything to do with this. I agree with you. Justin Fox still on the team? Mm. Yes. Yes. My son's favorite player. I'm not sure why. He's a good player. Does he do anything? Yes. Yes, he's had a fine year. (laughs) I'm just asking. (laughs) What's your deal with Justin Fox? I got a Justin Fox blues hat for Gobble Ball. I was just curious if he's any good anymore. Yes, he's a good player. Doug, he wears the A on his sweater? I believe he does, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice blues head. I've never seen one of these before. It's like light blue with the blues, uh, yellow and blue, and kind of like, I think, a yellow bill. It's kind of cool looking. And Jesus, is... stop the hockey talk. It's still preseason until January 15th. Jesus, it's boring. Gosh. Some Peg Diaz, Come Doug. On, Peggy. Well, Doug, what would you uh, like to talk about to pivot off of what Peg would like to talk about? Well, I guess Mizzou is number nine. Number nine in the country. Well, I was watching that live last night. And I thought they were right in between Duke and Michigan State and Kansas and Kentucky and oh, yeah. California. Who won that, by the way? Jackson, I assume. Kansas you know. won. Did they? Mm-hmm. They were down 14 for a while. I was watching. They were down 14. They roared back. That's going to be huge. Dickinson had like 27 points and 21 rebounds. Uh, so uh, I'm like, oh, aren't the college football playoff rankings tonight? I'm curious where, really more curious if Georgia passed Ohio State because I thought they should. I'm following what this committee is doing. They did. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, Gabe said it's important that Missouri's ahead of Penn State, Ole Miss. And uh, so I'm watching, and I'm like, okay. Oh, they're not number 11. Sweet. They'll be number 10. And then number 10 pops up, and it's one loss Louisville. 
And I go, uh-huh. son of a bitch, they're number nine in the country. And sure enough, take a listen. Here is uh, here is the reveal last night on ESPN. All right, Plowsy, hit the lever, please. Look at number nine. Number nine and up five spots, the Missouri Tigers. Kirk, what Good do you for think them. about that? Good for them. I love it. I absolutely love it. That is a great football team. Gave Georgia all they could handle. We actually had the football down 27-21 until the big fella, Stackhouse, had the interception. So uh, this is a deserving ranking. You can say, what about the two losses? I don't care. Watch them play. They're, they're very, very uh, sound on both sides of the football. The way Brady Cook has emerged. They got great back, great receivers, great defense. That's a great job by the committee putting them up in the top ten. And you know, it also might be an indication of whether Georgia can move to the top spot, the respect they've given Missouri by moving them up after that win against Tennessee. There it is. Mm-hmm. Love Kirk, Kirk Herbstein. I think he's the best in the business with college football. Yeah. Well, he's got probably the most important job in TV. Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't try to be funny. He doesn't yeah. try to talk down to people. He's just a good analyst. Right. Yeah, I agree. Doug, do you call him Herbie when you see him? Uh, I've never seen him, but if I do, Herbie it shall be. Nice. Not do you so call fast. him Herbie or Mr. H Street? I always say Mr. to people. Do you? No. Yeah. Right. Hello, Mr. Herb Street. Mm-hmm. Want to be on an HD2 show? No. <laughs> Somebody, you see him we in the morning. just out a scene. Yeah. You see him in the morning on game day at, you know, 10, 30, 11. And then you see him in some other city doing the yeah. analyst work that same day. I think they were in Tuscaloosa uh, for Alabama LSU. And then, if I'm not mistaken, he was in L.A. that night. I mean, of course, this is all mathematically possible. You hop on a private jet and, you know, I don't know, Doug, would you land in the Santa Monica private airport? You would always fly into Santa Monica's private That's right. Airport. I did, yeah, when I did my silver screen work. Did that uh, change? Because they used to, uh, game day used to be at the, at the game that they were going to do that night, didn't they? Uh, perhaps back in the day, but he, he certainly is flying out, I would say, probably about 80% of the time to a different game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Missouri being number nine, Georgia moved up, and Florida State is still four, Washington five. That's not really an issue for the Huskies at the moment because Ohio State, Michigan, one of them is going to lose in 10 days in Ann Arbor. So then at that point, if Washington is able to beat Oregon State in Corvallis, and Doug, you have been warning us all year, Saturday night in Corvallis, Mm -hmm. best of luck to the visitor. It's dark, and there's lots of trees around there. Foliage is not your friend. And that's that's what spooks these visiting clubs. And then uh, Washington State, they're playing against their two friends from the Pac-12 who will form their own conference, the two-team Washington State-Oregon State conference. Mm. And they have a chance to blow up the Pac-12 undefeated Washington Huskies before the Pac-12 championship. So if they can win out, they would be in. Florida State still undefeated at four, and then you have Ohio State at uh, two now, and Michigan is at three. So uh, Missouri is one back of Alabama. Doug, if uh, there was a 12-team playoff this year, the Tigers would be heading to Tuscaloosa take on Nick Saban in the first round. Who'd you say was seven and six? Seven is Texas. Six is Oregon. Okay. I like the way Alabama's playing. Okay. That's a standalone (laughs) comment right there. That's just my comment. I said I'd probably have them 
had in Texas. I was still thinking about Kirk Herbstreet and how important you must feel when you're when they need you live in Athens, Georgia at 11 in the morning, and then the second it's over, hustle you to a private plane, fly clear across the country, and now you're in L.A. at night because your analytic abilities are so keen that they must have you on all the time. And then, Doug, on the Tuesday night college football playoff show, which I gather is from his home, mm-hmm. I think he got out of Columbus because the Ohio State fans were mad at him, even though he went there. Uh, so I think he moved to Nashville. Uh, so he does it for my thing. I would assume he's, you know, 8, 9 o'clock. He's not going into a studio. Then, Doug, when he gets done with that on Tuesday night, I would imagine he is flying to whatever Amazon game is tomorrow night mm-hmm. to do an NFL game. Then he most likely heads to that college town, right. I would assume, after that. But from, you know, mid-January through mid-August, he probably gets to hang out and enjoy his millions. And you know, Oh, yeah. God it's bless. a great deal. Joe Buck used to have some wild months there when he was doing baseball and football at the same time. Yeah, I think he is enjoying life a lot more now. Yeah. Remember when he used to do the World Series and he'd fly to a football game and come mm. back and do the World Series again? Mm. Yeah. Man. And pull it all off like it was nothing. They're not on HD2. I'm not trying to dunk on I'm Joe Buck. I'm not sure he could do that. He can do a lot. 300 fans showed up here at the Spreckles Theater tonight. They had plenty to say. Now, the Spreckles, you may know, is named after a sugar magnate. Mm -hmm. But there was nothing sweet about how this forum started. Right. I wonder if he'd like to be a local news reporter. Right. Again, I'm not sure he could pull it off. Thank you. And HD2 is not for everyone. That's right. (laughs) You're pretty much born with HD2 talent. And if you don't have it, you ain't got it. There's no way to get it. Oh, yeah. Right when my parents... Noticed I didn't really have fine motor skills. They go, yeah. this guy is... Maybe you can talk. That was the issue they noticed. You had you struggled with fine motor my skills. My parents, and my mom actually came out and told me that, like, I was with Madison, we were eating dinner. She goes, you know, I never told you that, but you had terrible fine motor skills. Mm. We were worried about you. Yeah, there is a correlation between fine motor skills and intelligence. Yeah, I agree. There is. So I had yeah. to really fight for that little bit I have. Yeah. I would have loved to have watched Kirk Herbstreet make out with Kenny Chesney. Doug, that's Shrimply Pebbles. What? Did he? <laughs> what do you mean, did he? No, he didn't. It's a stupid text like all the others. I thought maybe they had a peck or something on a game day. A peck in a game day? I'm sure Kenny Chesney's been on game day. They bring all these... Why would they kiss? They bring all these musicians and athletes in well, the game I don't know. One, t- one at a time, but why would they kiss? I don't know. Just maybe it was a bet or something. Maybe Kirk, or maybe uh, Luke Horst looking at not so friend, Not so fast, my friend. I went in this. Oh. Over under six. Those are the number of minutes Iggy has watched Alabama play this year. That's from Shafty McShamus. Wait, lose that, Bex. I watch them almost every week. Wow. You're Alabama USC through and through. <laughs> I watch all the football the games. I mean, it's amazing on YouTube. I mean, you tap on YouTube and you just scroll. There's like 15 football games you can watch. <laughs> and I love, I love watching Milroy play. I love watching Craig Williams play. I just like good quarterbacks. Oh, you went Caleb. over two on that one, big dog. <laughs> it's Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. No row. You said Craig Williams. <laughs> I'm sure he's a Caleb. Why would I not know my man crush? I think said Craig. Buck Soap is sending the audio oh, in as well, we speak. You know what I meant. I just looked yeah. up Kirk Herbstreet, Kenny Chesney, OnlyFans leaks and found nothing. Uh, it's from KG and O-Town. I don't think it'll be on there. Uh, KG and O-Town will be in tomorrow and Friday, Doug. Oh, I, uh, I will also be in. I just won't be doing the shows. Oh. So I will be in here. And what was over two? Did I not say Milroy? Milrow. Jalen Milrow. I put a Y on the end. Right. And I it's think some si- people do. Yeah. I think it's a silent Y. 
I love you, Plow Plow. That's from Steven time. Oh, thanks. Oh, great. Grandpa Roll Tide puke me. That's from <laughs> Flocky the Smurf. Who is Craig Williams' Grandpa Pouts? That's from Sex. Good morning. Mm. Just tuning in for what I'm assuming is I Ken jacking. Also, miss you already, Mr. Tim. Doug, that's from Brian oh, Henschen. And the Colts are trying to get things going. Well, it's not a hijacking. We've been talking football. Right. So if you've been listening. Yeah. Doug Gabe was uh, talking football last night. And right. uh, he does his, uh, he did a, he did a little YouTube as the rankings came out. Uh, take a listen because our audience uh, watches when Gabe does these. Well, fascinating. If Alabama follows below Missouri. Uh, Timmy Walters, I'm not going to answer the question, but I do appreciate the uh, super chat. Uh, just kind of jumping on and the YouTube's been growing and we've had a lot of people interested in, in Mizzou football. So I wanted to jump on here with you. <laughs> Uh, what, what question did, question did Timmy uh, Walters? I think the brine of the no, I gotcha. uh, The question that Timmy Walters asked with a $6 super chat was best bathroom stall in Columbia to enjoy a meal in. Oh, gosh. So he spent I have the video if anyone wants it. You got to pay to get on there? No, if you want uh, Gabe to see it and he has to respond to it, you pay the money. Oh, God. And Timmy oh, Walters man. knows how to circumvent that whole process yeah. and just pay the 6 bucks. <laughs> I think the U.S. tax code allows you to write that off. I we think. could have a Gabe collective yeah. of like 300 bucks and just start funneling. Right. If Missouri's top 10, it's uh, yeah, it's not, it's a taxable. Do you right? think they they text or email in those questions and then just sit back and laugh like they just wrote a great <laughs> joke for Rodney Dangerfield or something? I think they should because I think they did. Mm -hmm. They delighted millions of fans watching the Colonel right. talk it over last night mm -hmm. as Herbie broke it down. Mr. Herb Street to you. It is the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour here on TMA. Secret number, Doug. Here it is, 314-252-0029. Right. Uh, they say I say it too quickly on 101 ESPN. Well, it's okay. Slow down, then. Well, I think it's a different... Oh. They're slower over there. I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying... So here, watch this. Okay. 314. Sure. 252-0029. Straight to the muckety-mucks. Yep, there you go. Now you're mm -hmm. talking to Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganes, Ryan Strymark in the uh, service department. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganes, get it serviced at Munganes St. Louis Acura and Munganes Burkhardt Alton Toyota. They're online at stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. Get your new cars there. Get your pre-owned cars there. Work with the best. It's Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhart Alton Toyota, official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party. Jackson, what's coming up on Balloon Party today? So much going on with the Blues, Red Hot, Missouri number nine in the country. That hot stove, Doug. Oh, wow, it's warming up. WBW, Wide Berth Wednesday. Oh, gosh. Mm. Thoroughfare Thursday. It'll be our last balloon party of the week, so we gotta bring it strong. How about that? Are you gonna? Okay. What are you gonna do tomorrow from ten to eleven? Oh, who knows? The world will be my oyster. <laughs> you got a lot of appointments lined up. Nah. Okay. Might maybe ball strike tomorrow. Could be a ball striking day. You'll run some errands for me if you want. Nice. Um, oh, I'm sure that's what he wants to do. <laughs> uh, we'll, I'm gonna get back to you. Let me know. Yeah. What sort of errands you have for him? Uh, I gotta go pick up a bunch of stuff. It's gobble bowl week. <laughs> yeah, we have this luncheon today, and I've got to go to Ray Orff's Pro Shop, pick up the trophies. I gotta go to Chaffetz Arena, pick up a Travis Ford basketball. I 
something else I gotta do. You think they'd notice me if I wasn't at the luncheon? Doug? No. Huh? Well, you really don't blend in. Well, the Riz show kind of outed us last time. They had that, well, we had that appreciation luncheon up at the veranda at City Place, and they were talking on the show. I said, anybody see TMA there? I said, yeah, I saw T Tim and Jackson. No sign of Iggy. Oh, thanks for outing me on the thing. Heck of a story. Well, I want to go, but I got so much to do. Okay. I don't, don't want them to think I don't appreciate the luncheon they're going to have. That Who's having the luncheon? It's just uh, Hubbard. Just it's a Hubbard lunch. It's kind of like it's. I think it's a. Uh, oh, is that? T I honestly, that, that's today. Yeah, today from twelve to three. No, yeah, I guess I'll be here. I didn't yeah, know you'll that. be here, but um, it's kind of like a potluck thing. They're supplying the ham and the turkey and that, but people are bringing dishes. Oh. So it's kind of like a pre-Thanksgiving meal. I love going to things where I don't bring anything, but I load it up. It's bad load form. Bad, bad form. Up. I know. Load it up. I just do a pop in and. Let everybody else. Yeah, you'll be here anyway. Just I was here till six last night, and you know who came rolling out at five fifteen? Uh, Jackson Burkett was still here at five fifteen. Doing what? That's a great question. Now hell are you doing here till five fifteen? Uh, so like I have a I have a pretty like steady rule that if I'm here at four, I might as well stay till five because Doug, traffic. Do you like that? Traffic <laughs> trippy traffic? No, because traffic sucks. And so I'm going to be sitting in traffic no matter what. So I might as well finish everything I have to do for the day here. And just in general, I prefer to do my work here. Like once I do certain aspects of my job, I could probably do everything at home. But I, prefer, I, I am more efficient if I get it done here. And so there are some things I take care of. And uh, it came to a point where I was like, you know what? I'll just hang out here. Took an extra long lunch and hung around. What mm. sort of things are you taking care of? Uh, stuff for social media coming up. We got, uh, just things I do every day. I don't know what to tell you. This is my job. Doing my job. It's not oh, really all that interesting. Okay. Very cryptic. Things he does every day. Probably getting ready for the Wide Birth Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Put some stuff together for that. Oh, just doing my thing. What do you have to put together when you're just relying on phone calls? <laughs> phone calls? Yeah. Mic drops. We, we play like one mic drop a month. And it's usually the same gentleman. We've yeah. yet to play anything else, so yeah, that's that's. I think okay. there's an older lady who listens to the show, doesn't like it. It's kind of surprising. That's usually my target demo. Uh, what is her name? Is it Janet? Yeah. I think she left this one one more one time, but otherwise it's Stephen Wildwood who's not happy. I think he might have left one yesterday. We didn't play it, and then he'll call you Vladimir Burkett. That's right. That's right. Yes, because I censor. That's my. That's uh, part of my job. Yeah, but I just I don't know. Sometimes I. It's like better to be here. Like if I have a question for somebody who works in sales or something, I just prefer to go talk to them as opposed to send an email out. Yeah, you got to. Do you take forty home? So you got to hit that big bend. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. It takes. It took me thirty-five minutes to get home last night. Where brutal billiards. I, where did I go? God, I went somewhere this weekend. You went to St. Gabe's. You were telling me about it. Oh, St. Gabe's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jackson's helping along. Jackson, Easy. why don't Kinda you take like the story from Morgan here. Freeman and Jessica Tandy at yeah. the end of Driving Miss Daisy. You might as well tell the story because I'll probably forget half of it. No, it was Saturday going to St. Gabe's, and I mean, I, w I was on 40 for like 30 minutes. And then you got past Big Ben, wide open. It's, there you go. It's it just is stupid. Phenomenal what has happened there, considering. 
15 years ago, they shut the thing down to improve traffic flow, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. worse. What would you think when you put three oh. lanes there, and you got the far oh. right lanes trying to get in the middle, the middle's trying to get in the left, the left's trying to get onto 40? You think it's going to go smoothly? I would like to hire Buck Swope for just a privately funded passion project mm. to do a deep dive and do what he did for Tower T. That's who we need, Doug. Buck Swope, you want a problem solved? Oh, Buck Swope Buck is your Swope. man? Well, you probably have to shut down the highway again to fix it. You yeah, want to shut down for two or three How come it didn't get, because I believe sources tell me there was a plan to fix it, but then there was a little pushback from a powerful place. And I thought they ran into problems with the uh, overpasses, the, the bridges on the roads. They would have had to blow them up and start over to, to widen parts of 40. Well, Buck Swope's going to be, it's a passion project. Yeah, there's really no it's like Medellin for me. No, there's no traffic on Saturday night, but it becomes traffic at Big Bend. Well, the Blues were playing, the Cardinals were playing, and the Doggies were playing. Saturday? Yep. I don't think so. No. Missouri had a game at the Dome? Oh, that could have been it. It was nothing. Oh. Yeah, maybe they're all coming out of that uh, promenade there. Well, it's all the people moving inside of the city limits. Yeah. Take it closer to the Monster Truck Rally. Yeah, it might have been the trivia thing. going to St. Gabe's, I guess. They can't build houses fast enough to answer the demand of people moving back to the city. Thank you. There's probably construction materials going down. Virtually zero empty office buildings. That's correct. None I mean, that you can it's, find. It's insane. Yeah. Jackson, can you run errands for me? Jackson, what was my story from the weekend? Jesus, Grandpa Virginia Slim, he ain't your grandson. That's from sex. Mm. Well, I was kidding. I really don't think Jackson's going to pick up things for me today, so I was tongue-in-cheek, but just pick and choose what you think is real. Mm. Doug, his 6440 always had traffic this bad. That's from Brian Henschen, traffic reporter, Indianapolis. Uh, it's always kind of been the main artery of St. Louis, I think. But you say Yahweh has a highway and it's I-44. 44, yeah. Let's go 44. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's never rarely, any traffic Rarely, rarely traffic there. At least between 270 and downtown. When I get and I start heading, of course, through Huntley, where else am I going to be heading? And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, I'm going on 40. And I realize it's 630 at night, but I know, you know, it's like I'm driving around Los Angeles uh, once you get on 40 eastbound because of the magic of the reconstruction that now has created more traffic, I go, why didn't I use Doug Vaughn's Yahweh's Highway mm -hmm. of I-44? Yeah, you could. Where you live, you can get on 44 as quickly as you can get on 40. Almost. Oh, man, there's a hornet that I didn't oh. do it. Uh. You should see 40 at like 4.30, 4.45 in the morning. The exact opposite. It's like 80 miles an hour. Just people flying. Well, right. <laughs> oh, yep. dude, it's, yeah. I don't know how people can casually go 90. I noticed 270 between, like, 44 and 40. On Friday, there's, like, no traffic at all. And the other days, it's pretty heavy. When I leave at, you know, 630 to 7, that half hour is pretty heavy. But on Friday, it's a breeze. Did people just not work on Friday? Yeah, a lot of people not go in on Friday? A lot of people going in at four-day work week. All right. No. All of my buddies uh, are remote on Fridays. Sweet, yeah. sweet Kai? Mm, sweet, sweet Kai is always remote. Madison wow. is remote Monday and Friday. Mm. Yeah. I have a Must be a lot of them because you can sure tell on the highways. Yeah. Okay. They're all getting that ass on Friday. I don't know that that's it. They're getting that ass. I don't know. Text in if you're getting that ass. Do you want to support the EDF group as the tech sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher rework? The answer is yes. You certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group .com so a technician can come out 
and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at theedfgroup.com. The EDF Group is high. And we'll prevent your silly thing. Hi, fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at the edfgroup.com. Uh, whoever is signed off on the 6440 redesign should be butt-banged into oh. oblivion. That's from yeah. former fan page moderator Neil Allen Craig Paquette, who says he wants to become the Balloon Party fan page moderator. Mm. There's no worse feeling than being a half mile, uh, I guess, uh, East or west of Brentwood Boulevard and sitting in stop and go traffic, you know it's going to be the same way yeah. all the way till McCausland. Uh, because, of course, my family owns most of Huntley now. We acquired it from the Orthwines when we bought Hubbard. Sure. Uh, hopping on 40 eastbound from Lindbergh and then driving approximately a quarter of a mile before you're like, oh, I'm on the 101 in Los Angeles mm-hmm. at 630. With no games downtown is phenomenal. I always thought when they had that highway shut down, that was the perfect time to run a Metrolink track right down the middle of it. If you're serious about trying to move people from far west county to downtown and back and forth, that would have been the chance. That would have been the opportunity to do it. Like BART in the San Francisco Mm -hmm. area. Bay Area Rail Transit. And that runs up and down... The freeways there. Uh, remote work is a giant waste of money. Nobody, and I mean nobody, works from home that works for me. That's from the Warsaw Woods Wacko. There you go, Doug. Okay. Plock, if you're going to go work for the Warsaw Woods Wacko, you will not be working remote, it sounds like. I really like working from home anyways. It's boring. This is the only, this is the only place that I get human interaction. Oh, God. That sounds like a hermit. <laughs> I would say I'm not as productive. No, I just don't. Have any people that live around me that I really talk to? You got a whole apartment complex full of people you could interact with. No, I they don't understand me. They don't understand English or just you? Well, I mean, probably me, but I say, Good afternoon, how you doing? And just walk right by. So hmm. that's pretty clear. It's a greeting. I dare you to drive down Sappington Road at 7.30. Standstill traffic due to that lip-injected South County pretend rich swingers community St. Kitty's. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Gosh. St. Kitty's is a lip-injected South County pretend rich swingers community? <laughs> I, I just thought you were the wizard to cross with. Yeah, I didn't notice that one. McKnight's the same there. way because you have one We'll talk about St. Kitty's in a moment. Okay. You have all the one-way traffic. But then if somebody... Just say you're heading west, and somebody wants to turn left. Nobody lets you in. So all the cars that are coming toward Manchester mm-hmm. won't stop. So you're sitting there waiting for a car to turn, and the other cars won't let them in. It's, just, it's a mess. When, yep. you're, when you're waiting in traffic on a highway and someone's desperate to, to get over, do you let them in, or do you say, nope, not getting in front of me? I do, if they slow down. If they I keep speeding up to try and get in front of all the cars, I don't. Uh, I always let them in. What the hell? Yeah, I do. I'm done not with... Not going anywhere anyway. I'm done with road rage. I just don't let anything bother me. done with road rage. Well, I've never had road rage, but if somebody cut me off, I'd flip them off or I'd honk. <laughs> oh, that's road rage. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not yelling. I'm not getting in my car okay. and bashing their window or something. There was um, a road rage killing... Just a couple days ago. Yeah, it happens all the time. But I'm to the point now that if somebody cuts me <laughs> off, flick <laughs> somebody off. Go ahead, buddy. Or honk at <laughs> yeah. ahead, I never buddy. honk at anybody. I don't know what's going on in people. Like everybody's got don't. a gun now. Dude, you don't I ain't doing that. I don't. People are crazy now. I never honk, even if you're cutting me off. I don't honk. No, I don't either. No, I just Doug, juice, squeeze, ain't worth. No, uh-uh. no, it's not. Sometimes I just get really pissed off, but I just kind of let it go now. I just say, 
Go ahead. You cut me off. Go and ahead. You also have to realize sometimes we get in those situations where, uh-oh, I'm in the wrong lane. I need to get over now. And you would appreciate it if someone would back off just a little bit and let you in. We've all made that mistake. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. You can email in because we're even with these Hootie and the Blowfish tickets. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish is coming to St. Louis on Saturday, June 1st. And we are giving away tickets to the concert for the winner of the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And you will win Hootie and the Blowfish tickets. Currently, Blueberry Pop Pop with three wins. JB Golf Coach with two. Calcified Ear, Fancy Gentleman, Amanda Groin. Dogtown Tyler from Spartanburg and Buck Swope all with a win. Greg Warren in studio at 8.30. Jeremy Rutherford at 9.05. And then the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. Doug's a client. I'm a client. And at some point, Doug, you know, temperatures will be in the 30s. They'll be in the 20s. Mm-hmm. They were in the 30s this evening. morning. And it's going to be in the 70s this afternoon. Right. Unbelievable. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Get your furnace tuned up with Seth Goldcamp. All you do is go to designairservice.com. Click on Book Now. They tune it up. They make sure you're ready to go for the cold weather months. And then you're set. And now you sal in, you fatten up, you get engaged, and then you look forward to April or May. You know, when the Masties comes uh-huh. around. It's not that far off. Yep. I wish they could just build a huge fan somewhere down in Florida and just blow the high-pressure system to the Midwest every day. That would take a big fan. Every day. Because all it is is the high pressure and the winds out of the south, How and we get this blow weather. that up here. Can you imagine Big a, fan. a five billion dollar fan project <laughs> trying to pass? It'd big be, old fan. It'd be worth yeah, it. A big old fan. It'd be worth it. They have warm weather. A five billion dollar fan. You couldn't move air around in St. Louis for five billion. How about you just hang it from satellite to satellite right in front yeah, of the sun? Yeah, satellite. And right then, in front of the right, sun. That's correct. Like so that so hot shoot to Mercury just, and set it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just set it up like that. Hey, guys, I don't mess with road rage, but I do honk and flip people off because screw <laughs> them. Thanks. That's from Big mm. oh, I said I used Tom. to. I used to, but I don't anymore. Jackson was so wrong about the Blues under last night and the Spurs game. That's from Big Pick Energy. Jackson, you were, you're were you touting on Twitter now or something? No, probably my circuit read. Oh. Well, that's gambling. Sometimes you win, and hey, sometimes you lose. <laughs> what was the over-under? Four and a half? Uh, I think I said the Blues total oh. just because on, they're based on their Tuesday games prior. But either way, sometimes you win, sometimes you yeah. lose. Well, I think that was a great data point. It just didn't work out last night, but it's 67%, mm-hmm. Doug. That's profitable. Jackson, tell the people about Circa, because I'm in that Circa Millions, and it's a dumpster fire for me. It really is. I think I was 1-4 this weekend. 2-3. Two and three, two oh, and Is three. that a new quarter? A new, yeah, a new quarter, uh, too. I needed him on a Sunday charge. Doomed. I guess 2-3. and three. Hell, I don't know. I ain't going to win anyway. Well, Tim, maybe you can supplement those losses, really take care of that, make yourself net zero, because you can gamble with the Circa Sports app. You can start wagering because it's now available in Illinois. That's right, the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now available in Illinois. If you live here in St. Louis, you just drive across the river. If you already live in Illinois, you sign up for the Circa Sports app because the Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. You're not going to talk to a chat bot. If you ever run into issues with the Circus Sports app, you're going to talk to a real human. Matter of fact, the real humans that run the Circus Resort out there in Las Vegas, so you know you're dealing with the best. Maybe you want to bet on some more midweek hoop rock, and you like the T-Wolves and Suns tonight. Well, that total sitting at 224. You got Ant-Man, you got you got D-Book, you got KD. I like the over in that game. Why don't you take it with the Circus Sports app? Visit CircusSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. And you can Do they have golf bets? I'm sorry, Tim. Do they have golf bets on there? Yeah. Really? 
I'm gonna have to get on there. I like Justin Suh this week. Who? Justin Suh. Suh? S-U-H. Justin Suh? Justin Suh. Where's he from? Yeah, he came off the Corn Ferry Tour, but I think... Uh, Why do you like him? I think he's plus 340 to make, to make top 10. Okay. Good evening. Thanks, Van. I'm television's own Doug Chandler Hill, and I... <laughs> that didn't sound like me, did it? <laughs> you could also call James Carlton. His number is 314-961-4800. Or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. He sponsors The Colonel on Mondays here and on Fridays on Balloon Party. And he has 339 five-star ratings. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Every insurance agent is not the same. And James Carlton and his staff separate themselves by their customer service, being proactive to find you ways to save you money and also helping out anytime you need them. And I'm telling you, it's like they drop everything. You feel like you're their only client. But that's not the case. They continue to grow because the word is out about the difference that James Carlton and his staff make in the way they conduct their business at carltoninsurance.net. That's James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. State Farm, Greg Warren, 830. Jeremy Rutherford, 905, taking your two-part questions. Doug, Mike Francesa took some questions about the New York Giants. Here's what his... Thoughts work. Okay. Hit the lever, please, Plowsy. And then the display from the Giants. Listen, there is competitive, and then there is nonsense. What mm. we saw from the Giants at the end of the game was nonsense. <laughs> the idea is don't get your players hurt at that point. You've the, the, the die has been cast. The Cowboys are, are on the sideline laughing. Their starters already have their shoes and their pads off. So for you to run 12 plays and call three timeouts after the two-minute warning in a 49-10 game, you think it matters if you lose 49-10 or 49-17 like that last touchdown is somehow symbolic? Hey, we didn't quit. We scored that last touchdown. Who cares? (laughs) You're scoring it against the scrubs, and who cares anyway? How is that symbolic of anything? You want to show competitiveness? You want to show some kind of competitiveness in the game? Then you know what? Here's what you do. You block somebody. You tackle somebody. You hit somebody. You cover somebody. You stop somebody. That's how you show competitiveness. Not this nonsense at the end of the game where you take the score from 49-10 to 49-17 and run 12 plays after the two-minute warning and call three timeouts, two in the last 20 seconds to make sure you score that last touchdown. I mean, that is as that just shows you how sad things are for the Giants, that they felt that was going to somehow send a message or impress somebody. They are, put, they are now putting a product on the field at this point of the season, in the middle of November, a few days before Thanksgiving, that is a disgraceful product in every way. Mm. It's nonsense. Love to hear the rant if they need it three times <laughs> and punted it back to the Cowboys. Did that, like, cover the over for him or something? No, I think it, it could no run was, like, 52, I think. And they already had 59. He's just really, he gets passionate about end-of-the-game moves. He wasn't mm-hmm. happy with Jim, James Franklin, wasn't he? Yeah, he would think. kicking a field goal. You think he can beat by 40 points. You could, there's a lot more to bitch about than them trying to score at the end of the game. Since when are backup linebackers in the National Football League scrubs? Yeah, it's not a very good way to, to put that on an NFL team. Backups, yes, but scrubs. Professional athletes, nonetheless, who were stars in college. This guy could have coached. That's right. 
Could have been walking the sidelines. Well, he had a chance, but he couldn't take the pay cut. That's right. Because the guys in the NFL, they, they make next to nothing. That's correct. Well, if that's the case, then you should be bitching at the Dallas Cowboys, too, because what are you doing? You got the game. What are you doing tackling people? Let them go. Let them score. You're going to get hurt. Don't do that. Yeah, I mean, you play till the end of the game. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. The fans paid full price. They kind of deserve to see a product. When I'm a fan, I don't like to see my team give up just because we're behind. Yeah, like I said, I'd love to see what his reaction would be if they just need it. Yeah. And their reasoning was, well, we don't want to get anybody hurt. Mm-hmm. It's already over. The timeouts might be a little bit different thing. Yeah. I'd like to see my team in that situation throw the ball, try to score. But I don't know about the timeouts when you're down by that much. You loved uh, Heupel going out there and kicking a field goal to make it 36 to 10, <laughs> and Drinkwitz freezing the kick. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. They had a lovely little exchange right there at the end of the game. I mean, that was the quickest handshake. Mm-hmm. Drinkwitz bounced off him like a trampoline. Nice. It's like a handshake, and they popped off each other. Now, sometimes I don't know who was in the game <clears throat> for the Giants late. I don't know if they had their third string quarterback in there, or whatever. But you still say, okay, let's go out and pretend this is we got two minutes left in the game. We need this to win. Let's practice our two-minute drill. So, yeah, they're, maybe they're doing that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also wanted to talk about <laughs> okay. um, uh, Carson Wentz and Drew Brees, uh, Andrew Luck. All right, get rid of him. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I think it is hard to complain too much about a team that's simply still playing hard at the end of a game. Trying to score at the end of a game. Now, again, I understand that you don't need to be taking all your timeouts with this, but I can see where you still want to play hard. Why don't you call into Francesca's show? <laughs> I thought he retired. <laughs> he does. Is he this a, a podcast back. he does now? Is that out of his house? Is that what that is? Or I don't know where it is. I, I assume he is working remotely. I don't think he's heading into. Midtown every day. I wouldn't think. My favorite era of Francesca was right when he dropped the app. And it was like <laughs> yeah. Ten bucks, and he refused to give the actual number because they were so bad, and it lasted like two months. Oh, uh, the app. And it, like that was when he had a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> like it, he would start yelling at his producer, and there would be like the mic wouldn't be on, but you could hear like the backgrounds. You could barely hear him. Oh man. Is Stern still doing his show remotely from home? Yeah, he came in, I think, for the Springsteen interview. He looked like he was in studio for the um, Keith Richards interview. Then I could see him coming in for the Keith Richards interview. He, Doug, he had uh, Barbara Streisand in, and I know you loved Yentl. Oh, yeah, huge fan. <laughs> I don't know if he came in studio for that one last week. I think the home studio he's built looks just like the one. Yeah. They do it intentionally, and then when the guest is in the studio, they have it shot so it makes it look like Howard is talking to the guest and the guest is talking to Howard, but they're actually looking at monitors. Right. That's what it is. Because yeah. Jackson's right. It looks like it's, and Robin looks like she's in a little booth. Yeah, I don't think Robin's been in the New York studios in a while, but maybe I'm off. I don't really listen all that much anymore. Doug, I listen for the interviews. No, when would you listen? Aren't they on the same time we're on? Yeah, but I mean, a podcast, everything, right? That serious app you can go and watch on television and watch the interview that way. Yeah. It's the bee's knees. No, I never think of it. And you were a big Yentl fan? Uh, sure, yeah. Because it was so similar to the way I grew up. <laughs> As a transgender Jewish girl, boy. That's correct. Isn't that what it was? 
I saw an article just the other day where she complained that Mandy Potemkin wanted to Mandy Potemkin, yeah, wanted Front to have of the a show. sex scene oh, yeah, with yeah. her on the show, and she said, "No, it's not. We're going to write it out of the show." Oniental? Yeah, that was the article. But who knows what to believe anymore? Should have talked to me. I made out with them in a dream. No. This AI is so dangerous that you know it's hard to know. What's real now? Imagine when this gets perfected five or ten years from now. You're not going to have... It's like the under on the five or ten years. Yeah. Oh, dude. Who do we trust? Is this really your son, your wife? Who? That, that's calling or texting or sending a video? You're not going to know, are you? I mean, we're about to have, like, cop robots, like those dog robots, like on every street corner. Yeah. The next well, celebrities will only have to do an interview again that is in the A.I., uh, Doug Gnu, Shrewsbury Seminary student, actually has the answer, and he's on hold to talk it over with you. Okay, good. Uh, good morning, uh, Shrewsbury uh, Seminary student. Hello, Shrewsy. Hey, am I am I on? Yes, you are. Okay. Hey, I've kind of got a question for everybody. Can I just kind of work around the? the... Doug, are you going to take? If you a... do it quickly. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, hold on. Who does the drops now on the show? It used to be Stedman like a decade ago. But who My does it God. now? Lousy. Uh, Darren Atkins. Uh, he goes by Peoria Plowboy on Twitter. Can you play some of the drops that are of me more, Plowsy? Uh, I think I got like, I mean, the, the Bryce Harper one. Where I'm, I'm going to go into the Shrewsbury database here and see if you can I can just search it. You can just search it. Well, currently, Clip That Off is going through an update on my computer, so I'm using Adobe uh, right now. Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good question, though. I love that guy. Um, <laughs> who's the, well, Jackson, Jackson, is Jackson there? Yes. What up? What do you think about the East right now, man? Mm, stout. Doug, uh, who do yeah, you like in the East? Philly's got a serious, like, Ewing theory going on right now. It's really freaking me out. Tyrese Maxey, 50 ball. Hey, Mo, get us Bryce Harper. Yeah, 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 dude, that's all I wanted right there. I love it. Um, And then, wait, I was listening back, like, maybe a couple months ago, but I haven't had a chance to call in. Something about 30A being for poor people, like the Florida area. Yeah, Destin region. My my dad lives down there, so should I tell him he's he's poor? Yeah, yeah, I would. It's better just to get it out of the way now. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Oh, okay, thanks. So what they're saying 30A is for only poor people, and where where do you go if you're not if you're not poor? Yeah, Doug, what is the answer to that? Uh, I'm not, I think you you go like to Johnson shut-ins. You you go camping somewhere <laughs> along the maybe the current river. <laughs> okay, hey Adam, if Adam's listening though, this is my last thing. Sorry, hey Adam, if you're listening, meet me at the Pasadena Hills Fountain. Um. I'll be there at like 5.15, coming over for dinner with the family. So if you want to meet me there, I'll be there. But, guys, I got to call. I got to Okay, sorry to bother you. Get over to Pasadena Hills. That's up there by Umsel, isn't it? Pasadena Hills. That's where Colorado resides. Yeah. He's the voice of salt and smoke. It sounds like a lovely area, doesn't it? I live in Pasadena Hills. It does. Just got $20 to make a motion picture, and now I'm moving to Pasadena Hills. Audience not uh, not excited to hear from uh, Shrewsbury. No. Uh, You remember Stan the Caddy not happy with some of the club selections and lines we took at Mm Reeve. Bleach this turd now. That's from Stan the Caddy. Uh, Let's see. Um, 
I've never listened to a grown man suck his own member by requesting a drop of himself. Where that tushy boat? Where that tushy boat? Hey. That's from Danny Tanner. Doug, did we lit- listen to Auto Fellatio? We may have. Is that Maybe. Jersey, the tushy booth one? Yeah. Yeah. And I know his dad. Went to high school with his dad. At Nipper. Yeah. Certainly isn't poor, but apparently lives down there in 30A. Well, maybe he has many houses, and he has one. He could, yeah. He might. I thought you had a dream with about making out with F. Murray Abraham. Or no. was it Mandy Patinkin? Thanks, woof boy. Mandy Patinkin. What was that like, to feel his beard against yours? Oh. It was a long time ago. Oh. I don't even know why. I guess I was watching Homeland. And so you dreamed about the male I actor? guess. I don't know. He walks so fast in that show. Why not Claire Dane? I don't find her attractive at all. But Mandy Patinkin? Yeah. Oh. I don't know any of these. Well, she's a tease. Everybody else got naked in that thing, and she never took her clothes off. And that upsets you? No, I just I just find it, you know, everybody else agrees to get naked in the show, and then you don't. Well, it's not well, like a, a right? blood oath or a pact. <laughs> Probably just got offered more money to do it. Yeah, it's just like the L word. Everybody in that show got naked. I mean, everybody. Every main character got naked. And uh, Jennifer Beals, is it? Did you flash dance? Uh, Dan Beal. Dan Beal. <laughs> Jennifer Beals would never get naked. She's actually having sex with a girlfriend who's completely naked, and she's got like a shirt and underwear on. Bizarre. That's just, well, that's just blatantly just telling people, ha, huh, you all agree to get naked with the show? I won't. Well, that's kind of a prude. Well, but that's her decision. It her is. Call. It is, but I don't agree with it. If everybody else in the show is getting naked and you say, I don't want to. It's just because you to want do. to see her naked. Find somebody else to do the part. <laughs> okay. You want her to pay no attention to her own morals so you can no, see her naked? No, I mean, naked? she can, but I just don't. It's not fair to all the other people in the show that got naked. The other people probably needed the job worse than she did. I don't know. That was probably it. Your agent's like, all right, I got you an extra 10 Gs. Mm-hmm. Beal, singular, it's not that hard. Me, 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 me. Oh. That's from the yeah. South City Hoosier aficionado. I'm going to stand up for Iggy here. It is Jennifer Beals. You're thinking, you might be thinking of uh, Dan Beal. Jessica Beal, married to Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Those uh, are two B- different people. B-E-I-L, isn't it? B-I-E-L. And sure. Beals is B-E-A-L-S. Correct. South City Hoosier aficionado is going to call in and apologize. He should. Yeah. I bet they do. You see a good-looking girl, and you want to see her naked. (laughs) (laughs) The old rotted potatoes obsession with people getting naked in TV and movies is very unnerving. Doug, that's Tervis Parrish. Mm. You're a creep. That is from the total package. (laughs) Well, if you think nudity is creepy, then just watch your G-rated shows. <laughs> Is that for a promo on well, that's what a lot of people do. I, I, didn't know I wouldn't I, walk I mean, out of the house if I'm that dude. Now. I didn't know where I was going. Our plows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's why Doug and I let you breathe. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Douglas. Let Jiggy land this plane. <laughs> Jackson, uh, Doug, we've got a new sponsor on this program, and it's called not Naturals. Watch this. Naturals, like you're gnawing on a treat mm, because they're dog treats. treats. Here's one right here. Look at this dog treat I'm holding up on YouTube. Ooh, Doesn't that dogs. look good? That yes, looks indeed. like something that a human you, would eat. Why don't you try it? Well, I, I want to because it looks so good. A lot of these treats that they make at Naturals are good. It's a local company, longtime listeners to TMA. One of them even used to babysit Jackson. And I guess they 
were so impressed by his palatial Ladue estate, they that's said right. we better start out a, a business on our own, and that's what they've done, and it's called Naturals, and they've got some treats here for your pet this holiday season. Naturals carries a lineup of limited ingredient dental chews, 100% rawhide-free options, and mouth-watering oven-baked cookies. Keep your walrus hands off. They are exclusively for the dogs. Your pup's tail will be wagging with excitement after tasting flavors like real peanut butter, chicken, and pumpkin. Trust me, your dog will be begging for more, just like my dog, Dora. Dora absolutely loves these things, and Dora is very picky. Sometimes I call Dora Karen because she's picky and she complains a lot. She's not picky when it comes to nostrils. She loves these, and your dog will too. Discounted variety packs are also available, so your pup can enjoy all flavors delivered right to your door. And here's a treat for the listeners. Here's the code. Here's the code. TMA at Nautrals.com for an exclusive 15% off. The code again, TMA, that's if you go to Nautrals.com, you get 15% off, plus free shipping on orders of $30 or more. I will spell out Nautrals for you because it's kind of a different word. That is. G-N-A-W-T-U-R-A-L-S. That's Nautrals.com. Outrageously tasty, easily digested. It's delicious by nature. There you go. And it would be delicious to get engaged here in the holiday season oh, <laughs> if you gosh. didn't want to. You go to Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941 and operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers Develops relationships through generations of your family, too. This is the time of year, Doug, where you start thinking, maybe we should get engaged. Maybe I'll do it around the holidays. Well, work with Craig and David Betts at Glenn Betts Jewelers. Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. It's glennbettsjewelers.com, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, Jewelers. Dot com. And they are uh, wonderful people, listeners of the program. You guys, uh, Iggy and Doug, you've known them for a long time, and they will take care of our audience. So whether it be jewelry for the holidays, jewelry for an engagement, go to glennbetsjewelers.com. That's glennbetsjewelers.com, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com. And just go into the store, parking room, plenty of parking right behind the building that is located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. They will take great care of you. Totally different kind of experience at Glenn Betts Jewelers. They get to know you, and they get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. Those are the three L's. Doug, you have any idea what, like, a jingle would sound like if we were to cut one for them? Good, better, best, never let it rest. Tell your good is better, and your better is bet. Yeah! That's it. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Send your emails in. Design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Today is giving away tickets to the winner. For uh, the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day for Hootie and the Blowfish at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. That's taking place on Saturday, June 1st. So send your emails in the morning after at InsideUsTL.com. Greg Warren in studio at 8.30. He dropped treats by the other day. Now he's going to drop his comedic stylings by at 8.30 in about a half hour. Jeremy Rutherford will join us at 9.05 as, well, the St. Louis Blues are one of the hottest teams in the league, and it's their first three-game winning streak of the year, a year that many fans thought would just be blasé. The chalice will be making its way down market again in mid-June, so that'll be fun to see. That'll be be a nice little surprise. Very well could. Doug Armstrong may get the last laugh again. God. Tory Krug? Here he comes. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeremy Ruth, we're taking your two-part questions at 9.05. Design, air, heating, and cooling email today, 9.45. Jackson and I getting our asses ripped from 10 to 11 on a wide berth Wednesday. People just call in and rip you? 
Jackson, what were they unhappy about uh, yesterday? Uh, what were they upset about yesterday? I can't really remember if they were too upset. I remember the, uh, when we would talk hot stove that they were really convinced that Jordan Montgomery can be an ace. Mm. Where like, you ripped a new rusty boy. Put <laughs> that off. It's never like, once you get to a certain point, it gets like diminishing returns. <laughs> uh-huh. Like once you've been ripped for 22 straight months. Yeah. It's good that you achieve <laughs> that kind of callousness. It's sad that it becomes necessary mm. to achieve that kind of callousness. But Doug... That's the business we've chosen. They try to get out, and they pull us back in. Lee Strasberg. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those of you interested in Aaron Nola may want to read theathletic.com this morning. Eye-opening piece. Where's he going? From Jason Stark. Not sure necessarily where he's going. Doug, uh, if if, if the Cardinals made an announcement that they signed Aaron Nola, what deal parameters would make you feel, eh, that sounds good? I guess... It would take probably at least five years, okay. and it, if it was thirty, hundred and fifty million, okay. that's about. I wouldn't go any more than that for him. Uh, Stark writes, "It's re- the Phillies and Nola tried to do an extension before this season, and he writes, it's reasonable to think the Phillies' initial offer was in the range of six years, one hundred fifty million dollars, which averages out to twenty-five million a year, um, but." According to multiple major league sources, the two sides were not even remotely close back then. And that would seem to indicate that Nola's side was looking for a seven-year contract extension for north of $200 million, possibly well north. And that would put Nola's valuation of his potential worth at roughly $30 million a year, give or take a couple of million dollars. Um, rival executives say they wouldn't be surprised to see the bidding for NOLA push him to a seven-year deal, likely at a higher AAV than what the Phillies offered last spring. So the Phillies uh, want to bring NOLA back, but they haven't been able to get it done yet, and rival executives are theorizing he is looking for a seven-year and potentially 30 million dollar AAV. So uh, the Cardinals will be signing him to a seven-year, $210 million deal. They, they won't. I hope they don't. That's that's nuts. That doesn't make any sense. But wouldn't you like to see him pitch for $30 million a year at 36? If, what about 37? How about 38? No. Chances are he's not going to be Nolan Ryan and still throwing no-hitters when he's 45 years old. I wouldn't do it. No. No way. It's Dude, not worth it. What's Snow going to ask for? Let's see if he says anything I, I, about that. I don't know. This year, Nola had an ERA of... 4.46, that's that's not great. So much of what goes on in the baseball offseason is dictated more by what transpired in October than what did take place in April through September. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong because you certainly want somebody who can be clutch, and I think that there is something to be said for that. Jordan Montgomery, if you recall, when he was acquired by the Cardinals, uh, the whole thing was, uh, we talked about this yesterday, uh, with the Ed Herman of Brown and Crouppen when he was in, that the Yankees said, yeah, he can't pitch in the postseason because we're not going to start him, and he takes too long to warm up, so we wouldn't use him in the postseason. And what does he do? He leads the Rangers to the World Series right. and deals in the postseason. So his stock skyrocketed. I would tell you that Dexter Fowler's performance for the Cubs in 2016, in particular his home run, 
to lead off game seven against, and I apologize, um, I don't know how else to say it, the Indians. Oh, oh, why don't you stab me right in the heart? I like that. Why'd you go New York there? Because somebody said that to me once when I was in Miami. <laughs> I told you that story, right? It was it Earl Weaver? No, we were in some retirement home for some reason. I don't know what. Oh, no, you were trolling for ass. No, some athlete came to a retirement home to make an appearance, and we went there. And an old guy comes up to me and says, please turn your camera on my wife. She's never been on TV. And I said, well, I don't know if we can. We're here for a news conference, and we got to see what he goes. He goes, all right. He's in this thick New York accent. I'll go back to her and cut out her heart. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Yeah. I'll just cut out her heart. Because I couldn't get a quick cut away of his wife. I believe the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that kind of accent is what he had. Was it the Tin Man by chance? I don't think it it was. No, I don't think so. We ought to get him on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Snell has that Hoosier Bayless trash look. He'd fit right in here. That's from Eric. And he's in the Central West. Have you heard him interviewed? Like Snell? He, He does kind of thinks he's kind of ghetto. He talks like he's ghetto. I have not heard uh, Blake Snell interviewed. Is he going to join us coming up? I love Blake Snell. I like his attitude. Yeah, he'll win you a young clock. He's about to, as a matter of fact. Skip Schumacher just won himself a manager of the year. Yeah. Still ain't going to pay go. him $35 million a year, though. No, pitchers, I, I, I don't mind paying like a Bryce Harper type. But pitchers are a different story. Right. One injury and you're done. Yeah, done. like you can't move to like the DH role. You know, like... We learned that with Jack Flaherty. Yeah. He's on top of the world at, what, 22 or 3? Yeah. And a year later, he's just not very good at all? Shoulders, man. Shoulders for yeah. anybody in sports, but a particular pitchers. So just playing the handout, is no one worth anything anymore? Oh, I like this. This Doug is existential. Is no one worth anything anymore? So just playing the handout, is no one worth anything anymore? My God, we aren't allowed to hold these two conflicting ideas in our heads. Cardinals aren't willing to spend money on good players, and no players are worth what they would have to pay. Which one is it? That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. Well, I don't know uh, if that's yeah. directed at any particular member of the dais. It's, I think the Cardinals are willing to spend money, and I have always refuted that. The issue is is they have spent it poorly. I think the DeWallet mm-hmm. thing is from a socioeconomic place of uh, envy and uh, ignorance. And I will endear myself to people on 101 ESPN when I say that today at around 10.02. I mean, look at Fowler, Cecil, Miller, Leak. I mean, that they're just, they just picked the wrong guy to shovel money in years mm. to. Uh, that's the problem. Pitchers like memorabilia. They're worth what you're willing to pay them. Well, that Doug. Well, that's that's true. Now that's a promo. Just of all, you've got to kind of play the percentages and what's likely to happen. Well, is anybody— If you look it, at history, older pitchers are likely to break down. And why you would pitcher. want to get six or seven years for 150 to $200 million on an, on an older pitcher, I don't think makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, do you really think Aaron Nola is worth $40 million a year? <laughs> I don't. To throw six innings every five days? No. No, but somebody's going to pay it for him, so if that's what they pay, that's what he's worth. Yeah, well, somebody somebody probably will, but it probably won't be the Cardinals, and I, and I hope it's not if, they, if it's that's the going rate. And then if nobody pays them, then they just cry collusion like they did many years ago. Well, if you're going to spend that kind of money on a pitcher, why don't you do it for some of the uh, international players who are still young? The, 
the Dominicans and the, the Japanese and the Korean pitchers, you know, they, they produce some outstanding pitchers. That's why I would love to and see And some of them are Yamamoto. very young still. Uh, with regards to what direction the Phillies go, Stark writes, it makes sense for the Phillies to rank Jordan Montgomery and 25-year-old Oryx Buffalo's rock star Yoshinobu Yamamoto at the uh, top of their shopping list along with pitching coach Caleb Doug, is it Cotham's? Caleb Williams. Nope, 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 nope. Caleb Cotham's former college teammate at Vanderbilt, Sonny Gray. But even if Nola goes elsewhere, the Phillies still have a legit ace in Wheeler and another potential difference maker coming in MLB Pipeline's 22 minor league pitcher of the year, right-hander Andrew Painter, who should return from Tommy John surgery in 2025. So they are telling agents and other clubs they're open to multiple scenarios to replace Nola's innings and presence. Sounds like the Phillies are accepting that they may have to move on from mm. Aaron Nolan. If Corbin Burns, Tyler Glass now, or Shane Bieber get traded, it's unimaginable that Dombrowski wouldn't be in the mix. But the Phillies also have enough depth concerns that they would seem more likely to sign a non-ace-type free agent or two than to blow out their farm system to trade for an ace approaching free agency. But here's one often rumored name. They appear to be... Just lukewarm on. Can we have initials, please? B.S. Bob Smith? Nope. nope. They like him. Bill Sampson? Nope. Here's a hint. Bart He's Stewart. going to win the Cy Young. Blake Snell? Yes. Gosh, that's weird. His walk rate, inconsistency, and lack of year-in, year-out volume make him almost the diametric opposite. You like that diametric no, opposite? No, I don't. Because you could just say opposite. Yeah. Of Nola. However, if Nola hits the exit ramp and Yamamoto goes to a team with a richer history with Japanese players, Snell could still be in play. So the Phillies might go Blake Snelling if Nola goes for seven years and an AAV close to $30 million per year. Phillies have got some money to throw around. I saw where their TV ratings were better than the Cardinals. It was like the only... Only team in baseball that had higher local TV ratings. In They're the passionate about those Yeah, Phillies. they love their Phillies. Plowsy, we got a shot. We can just throw Newt Bar at them. Yeah, they'll never trade Newt Bar. No, not trade, but uh, was it Yakamoto? Oh. <laughs> Yamamoto. Yamamoto. I don't know how people he said he think... wants to go place that rich in Japanese players. Well, you got to send Newt Bar out there to talk to him. I love how like a, li- a, like, a life-altering decision would be made because you're friends with Lars Newtbar for like a month. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. so beyond like what I can even comprehend. Well, but if you were going to another country, completely different culture and language, and you knew somebody on one of the other teams, it could be a factor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, we've had a few of those that didn't speak English and yeah. had an interpreter. Yeah. Seemed to get along fine. Kim. Yeah. So, Taguchi, is he number 99? I think so. Yes, he was. Bowtie is in the eye of this storm of mediocrity. That's all. That's from the 314. Kind of a tribute mm. to Meryl Streep and the Devil Wears Prada right at the end. Watch kind this. Of, kind That's of, all. Yeah. I forgot his name yesterday, Tim, but you brought up that list of tier players. There was a guy from Cuba. Mm-hmm. That sounded very interesting. Why, is he, why do you sound interesting? Uh, it's just, they said he, this fastball, you know, Upper 90s, right around 100. I think he was 25. He was younger, just like Yamamoto. Yeah, they yeah. had an ERA of like 2.2. 2. Yeah. If I was going to throw was huge in. money, I'd throw it at guys like that. I agree with you. Mid 30s pitchers. Yeah, I and agree. I thought he was a tier three or four. 
I'm pulling some strings in old country. We are Japan adjacent geographically. That's from Brian Henson. So he's oh, working on it. Okay. It's nice of him. But you complain when people think you're Japanese and you yell that you're Korean. <laughs> what in the hell? So now you're saying you're adjacent to them, so you're like the same. I think he might be talking more geographically, but if you want to... Okay. But if you were going to Japan to play as an American, and you knew somebody on one of the other teams, that would be a selling point, wouldn't it? Sure would. Last time the Cardinals passed on a large contract for a pitcher, he became the best of the era, Max Scherzer. Got to risk it to get the biscuit, baby. That's from NoCo Turkey Neck. And that's what I'm telling you is coming down Broadway here over the next three or four weeks. The Cardinals aren't going to get Nola. (laughs) They're not going to get Snell. And the best fans in baseball are going to be outside of one Cardinal way with Steve, with pitch farks. Hmm. Scherzer was much younger, too, when they passed on him. That was a swing and a miss. But he was a lot younger than he is now. Was there a story that came out that actually said Wainwright talked to Scherzer during that time frame? And uh, said the, the story, Plowhawk, is uh, that Scherzer reached out and said, hey, just tell your guy uh, to get uh, in the ballpark because I'm not going to hold him up. I want to... P- pitch for the Cardinals. Randy Carricker told that story uh, recently. He told it again, but he's told it before. Yes. And that was the free agency of 2014. And for the record, it's not like Scherzer was 25 then. He's 39 now, so that had put him at around 30 when uh, that took place. And Nola, for the record, Fireball offense. Mm. Absolutely fireball offense. Could they possibly, I don't know what they're willing to spend on pitching. If he said he needed three, then he needs two and a half. You think you could get Rodriguez, Bauer, and then maybe somebody from the third or fourth tier? You know, I don't know what, maybe Flaherty or maybe uh, Waka. If you get Waka, Rodriguez, and Bauer, could you sign all three of those? Uh, mathematically, that would most likely fit in what they are trying to target, which is an approximate $200 million, 40-man roster. I think if they did that, you'd come out feeling pretty good about the way things went. Yeah, if you could get those Because you're not going to have, you're not going to be paying somebody $30 a year when he's 36, 37. That's what I'm hoping they avoid. They already are going to have one of those. Yeah. The only one out of those with Contreras. Yeah. The only three, uh, the only one out of the three would probably be Rodriguez is probably going to want five, six years. That's why he opted out. He still had, I think, three years left and, Mm -hmm. or two years left with $36 million on that contract. He opted out. So I'm guessing he'll want at least five or six, but I think Waka maybe one or two and Bauer one or two. Hey, guys, they need to sign Yamaguchi, Guichitabo, Yama Yama, et cetera. Well, you know what I mean. If we talked about Eduardo Rodriguez yet, I said Eduardo Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez. Jesus! Oh. And some big tough that he has just Gosh. lost it. Just How many times has Snell and Nola been named on this show? We're throwing out pictures every day when we talk about them. Blistering. Why don't you just pick on me because I said Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I hope they sign Rodriguez now, then I'll shove it up your ass. Oh! <laughs> what stop. is this man's obsession with Eduardo Rodriguez, Doug? That's shrimply pibble. It's not going to cost as much as everybody else. He's not going to cost $30 million, $35 million a year. Probably 25 but not $35, $40 million a year. Well, then you don't understand pitching, yeah, and that's okay. Say that again? I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I'm not saying oh, I'm sorry. Gosh. I mean, will Waka I, I, even come back here? I don't Most know. Most, I mean, his resurgence. I don't think Flaherty would. <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't think they'd get him back anyways. No. 
100% Nola's deal will be a mistake for whichever team does it. That's from Shafty McShamus. These textures could bring it up Nola. We can't Nola, say. Nola, 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 Nola. Stop already. Oh. There was a lot of people saying the Bryce Harper deal would be terrible. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you don't. I really know. Plowlock, you and I were, I remember doing the show. It was because it was, it was from the same table where you got fired in the middle of the show. Yeah. I can still picture it. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like, why? I just, it's like the, the Soto thing last year. I'm like, why Why do the Cardinals somehow get this thing locally? Well, I mean, the Cardinals can't get Soto. Well, the Cardinals can't get Harper. And then when Matthew Kachuk's available, then the Blues have no cap room. It's like, the Blues got to get Matthew Kachuk. What the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Why, how have the Cardinals somehow orchestrated this thing where they're not expected to be in the mix for those kinds of players, but the Blues, who don't have the bankroll and have to deal with the salary cap, are expected to. It's an amazing thing. I would imagine the DeWitts are very grateful that somehow some kind of mind game has been played on the fan base. I mean, the fact that there's a DH now, I mean, Bryce Harper is going to have that entire contract and could be valuable. Well, he's still not terribly old, is he? No, I'm Early 30s, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I think it was 28, 29 when he signed the deal. Yeah. So he's probably 31. Well, the Cardinals do have two superstars that they paid a lot of money for, two of them. Not Harper money, but a lot of money oh, yeah. for two guys. We just need to surround them with a little bit better talent, certainly talent on the mound. What? You don't Maybe like Steven Eduardo Matz Rod- as your number Eduardo two? Eduardo Rodriguez is a guy I think we've all got our eyes on. I mean, literally right now the rotation is – what, Michaelis, Matz, Libator, Thompson. Yeah. Woodruff. 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 I mean, God. Woodruffson. You got him. Well, I don't even know. I just throw him in there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Woodford. Brandon Woodruff, Doug, uh, he's not going to be able to pitch next year, but he's with the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Phoenix is sending in pictures of his wife now. Biggie. Okay, okay we'll like change me? it up. I can't see the text inbox. It's right there. Not bad. <laughs> if that's her. It's probably not her. Doug, it looks like she did like a little naughty photo shoot, I guess, and right, Dan well, is sending us a bunch of these images from the photo shoot into the text. Everybody's going OnlyFans these days. Is that weird? Well, no. Well, you... Doug, your thoughts on when Lister sent in pictures that was Not just one, five. He said, no, I'm sorry, six. He has sent in six photos. It's very doing, weird. Is she doing the glamour shot thing with... Mm. Not sure what's going on. It's very, I'm just sitting here watching pictures keep popping up in the EDF group. Man, that looks like Kyle Tipton in the background, but it isn't. Seven. It keeps coming in. Is that weird? I just, I don't know. Yes, it's all weird. Yeah, I wonder if she knows it. All these pictures are being sent to us. (laughs) And what are we supposed to do with it? I guess this. Doug, what are we supposed to do? Talk, talk about talk it? Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're, he's so easily distracted. Doug, now oh, he's sent a, a picture of himself. This is a solo Doug shot. Yonzik. Stop what yeah. we're talking about. You should have just... Solo Sunday. We like pictures. Oh, God. This guy's sending in his whole camera roll. What is that, his Pick? kids? Don't send your kids in. <laughs> that's a, that's an older gentleman. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> I can't tell from here. I'm he's looking in a jersey. Looks like a little kid from here. It's like a 40-something-year-old man. I'm looking sideways. I can't... <laughs> Takes 20 years off. And his wife looks like she's doing OnlyFans picks now? <laughs> that Taj Gibson jersey? You think there's been a big upswing in OnlyFans accounts since these teachers have gotten so much play about how much money they're making? Well, yeah, dude. People have part-time jobs with their full-time jobs. You might as well sit at home and get naked and do it instead of, you know, working in the evenings at a restaurant. I'm sure oh. that's a lot of it. I was texting with Megan. <laughs> uh, Another listener has sent in a picture uh, of their wife. God almighty. Like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> God, yeah. Come on. 
Um, Most of the wives look just uh, like that. I forgot Megan's last name. Who was on Gaither. the show? Rapino. What is it? Gaither. Gaither. Megan Rapino. Um, she went out and talked to uh, the Hustler Club, who's offered her $47,000 to feature for one night strip, and then another 10000 to do the podcast. And when she got out to talk to her, the contract was different. It wasn't what they'd offer. They changed it. So now if she needs them to redo it before she'll decide. And she told me that, um, what's the name of the other girl? Uh, the other I teacher. No, oh, Brianna Cobb. Brianna. Uh, Brianna turned him down. Of course, she's making $7 million a year. She doesn't need 47000 a strip. Um, but Megan is thinking about it. She hasn't said no yet, but they need to redo the contract because she wasn't happy with how they changed it on her. So I got we'll it. keep you updated. We're uh, <laughs> we're the only station uh, where you need to go for your OnlyFans teacher updates. <laughs> Any reaction to that image that was just sent in from Dan and Phoenix? What is it? It's a, a Nancy boy, and what's he doing? Nancy, Nancy is it an Oscar yeah. Award next to him? What is that? Uh, uh, Nancy Boy. Wasn't that a song that they play at Irish funerals, Nancy Boy? <laughs> oh, Nancy Danny, Boy. Yeah, Danny Boy. Yeah. On my, and he also just said, on my 41st birthday, my wife said she may be by. That's from Dan in Phoenix. So is he by? She jumped forward with you. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. He's looking for an excuse. To I guess I'm around. by because this ain't working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you think happened. We got to tell Dan that. I don't know either one of them. <laughs> But it looks like she aged a little bit better than old Danny boy. She's thinking, I don't like you, so I guess that means I don't like men. <laughs> yeah, this isn't working out. Well, a lot of people want him to call in now, 636-900-4TMA. Bruce and Shoes? Bruce and Shoes. You thought that was Bruce and Shoes? What is this? Somebody somebody just sent in a picture of somebody crapping into a trough? Oh, Mudjack Mike, what is this? Stop with that. I think that might be Gilstrap. <laughs> Gilstrap, your guy Gilstrap, Piggy? Is he wearing a Mizzou jersey? And he's crapping in a trough? Oh, God. It does say Gilstrap. Yeah, it's not Gilstrap farts. He doesn't. Somebody's made that up. He mm. farts. He doesn't crap Somebody in Somebody photoshopped his Instagram? <laughs> I think somebody just made that up. That's not Gilstrap. Unless Gilstrap means something. Because his, his is Gilstrap TV. Mr. Fouch said. I mean, I don't know what the definition of gillstrap is. Gillstrap has something to do with uh, farting and pooping, I guess. Could that possibly be his name? No, his name is uh, Eric, I think, or Derek. But the other guy's name is Gil, last name Strap. No, he even said one of the things he walked by a girl's farting. He goes, oh, I'm gillstrapping. The strangest pictures of all time have been sent in, though. God almighty. We don't need them. Uh, what would be your I'm price like, on OnlyFans? <laughs> How much would you have to make on OnlyFans before you'd risk the job that you <sighs> currently have and risk the, uh, you know, what that's going to do with the family dynamic? Eight and to all ten that? grand a month, I think, is a good starting point. That's what you're making on yeah. an annual basis. Although depends you take what you're making in your old the, job. What's up? It depends what you're making. Well, in, I'm, I'm asking you job. now. So you're saying getting rid of your real job? Well, in case you got fired. From bringing in 10K. Need enough to pay for health insurance. Then. 120, take 20% of that from OnlyFans and then tax. So. Well, I think OnlyFans would. gives health insurance? Nobody wants to no. see me naked, so I'd say no, nothing. Who says? How do you know that? There's always a kink for everything. It looks like you've been working out. Yeah. <laughs> You're glimmering in the sun, wasn't it? Yeah, glistening I've been, or uh, shining? I've been rolling a dolly for a week, 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
brown skin glistening in the sun. Mm. That's what used to get the ladies. Yeah, thanks to Chrissy Blake came over. Chrissy Runner Girl came over yesterday and uh, hung all my pictures from me. New subject now. No, I was talking about rolling. The graphic over your shoulder changed. (laughs) If you just connect the dots, I was rolling my dolly to and from 20 feet. That was my exercise, speaking of my new apartment, and I just tied in Chrissy Blake hanging my photos in my apartment. She hung the photos for you. How did it come out? Good. They're all even and kind of matching and not cluttering up the wall. When I did it, I just threw like 10 on one wall and they're all over the place. She took her time. Okay. She's a designer? No, but she likes to decorate. Her house always looked nice. and So I haven't seen her in a while, so it's good to see her. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. So the so new there place you go. is looking sharp. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's for a while. Does it so. look better than the old place? Well, now it does. But still no closet. Pardon me? No closet. You said you didn't have no, a walk-in I have, closet. Uh, no, I don't. I gave most of my clothes away. Um, my vacuum <laughs> That's cleaner. a bad move when you have to give well, most I, of I your clothing to, away. I had nowhere to put them. My vacuum cleaner is in my, in my bedroom in the corner. I can't put it in a closet anywhere. It sounds like it. And they told me yesterday it's the same price. I, they didn't come down. Said, no, that's what it's worth. I said, well, that's funny. Two months ago when you told him before he moved out what the price was, it was $100 less. How did it go up? No response. No. Well, what happened to the closets? It's it's like a third of the size of my old closet. My old closet was a walk-in. Mm. You couldn't even fit a baby in there. Well, so are you going to renew this lease when it comes up? (laughs) You're just going to keep living there? No, I'm probably done. All right. It's what you need to do. You need to go somewhere else. You're not being treated fairly. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. I just... You know, I, I sent them an email. And they, then I'd move. I sent an email. They didn't respond the way I wanted to. They couldn't answer my questions. They pretty much just contradicted themselves on what they told me two months ago before they knew I was moving in there. So I'm just done with it. I'll live there, and then I got ten months to figure something out. All right. Guys, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. So a guy had a girl come over to his apartment to hang pictures on the wall. Is that accurate? That's from the 314. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that is. And if you're married uh, and you were bought a house, who would do most of the decorating in your house? You or your wife? Uh, well, that scenario. The female. Yeah, but that's your wife, too. You guys are in a partnership together. Mm-hmm. That's also her house. It oh. could be different. Well, I think it's a nice gesture. Well, it was. And I knew she could do a better job of it than me. And she's about the only girl I know, so... It's the only girl you know? <laughs> after 500 conquests? Well, that was way back in the day, Doug. But some are still around, right? Yeah, they are, but they're married. <laughs> what other radio show in the country gives a Section 8 housing complex so much time? Yeah. That's from Uncle Cucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know of any. I don't know. Frankly. I appreciate it, though. I like, like that my guys here let me talk about crap. <laughs> My just, wife's bull decorated our house. That's from Neil Allen Craig Buck. Now we're talking. Bull came over. <laughs> That's getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's a dude. It's like you—you you can have my wife, but at least mow the lawn. Right. That's the right. That's the right way to mm-hmm. handle it.
Uh, get involved on the program the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air heating and cooling email today coming your way. And we're giving away Hootie and the Blowfish tickets for June 1st at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. For the prize today, send them in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. We are going to have weather in the 70s. Get your work in at Family Golf today. It's Family Golf and Learning Center. FamilyGolfOnline.com. Go out there and play the par 3 course, the double-decker driving range, the short game area. Get lessons with the instructors there. They are so, so good. What a roster they have at Family Golf and Learning Center. And once it cools down, head on in to the simulator. They have two simulator bays at Family Golf and Learning Center. If you want to improve, this is the time to do it. The off-season Family Golf and Learning Center allows you to do it. It's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Don't tell me about your hair. Because I see tufts of wisps. Tufts of wisps is what we're talking about. Yes. Sure. Courtesy of St. Louis Hair Restoration. I had the old FUE procedure. I'd uh, had a, you know, lousy hairline for many years. Didn't bother me that much. But they said, hey, you want to try this hair transplant? I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. Right, yeah. The St. Louis Hair Restoration, yeah. Went in and talked with Dr. Polinga and the founder of the company, Greg Kreiling, who are, by the way, patients of their own of their own product. Hair restoration is all they do, and they do it at the highest level. Even the team of technicians on staff average 15 years of experience. These guys know what they're doing. It's all that they do, and they are the best in town at it. My... Uh, little technique or surgery, I guess you could call it, lasted about, oh, three or four hours. You're awake through the whole thing. They numb you up real nice like. It didn't feel mm. anything at all. And then in a matter of months, you've got permanent hair that you're going to have for the rest of your life. So it's a great way to go. If your hairline has always bothered you, wherever that is on your head, if it bothers you, if it uh, saps your confidence, there's something you can do about it, and they do it, do it upright at St. Louis Hair Restoration. They'll make you look your best. I'm, I was cute before, Tim. I agree with I'm that. cute as a button. Yeah, now. you're getting hotter now, and I think that's the thing that people are starting to notice, and that's really, yeah. really And, and Jackson's nice. getting better looking, too. He had a little farther ways to go with that. Yeah, a little bit, but, uh, yeah, Doug, you're, you started out better, but uh, I think mm. I have so much room for growth, Yeah. and uh, especially when it comes to the top of my head. And that's all thanks to our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. There it is, St. Louis Hair Restoration, Illinois Recovery Center, the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both individuals, struggling, and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email Illinois info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Com. Uh, Jackson, should we have Greg Warren in now, or should we take a break? You tell me. Well, if we have Greg Warren in now, we can break after Greg, go to JR, and then break after JR, which is cool. Or we can break now and go Greg, then break, then JR. Up to you, boys. Uh, yeah, break now. Yeah, let's break now. We'll break now. Greg Warren will be in studio on the other side of said break. Jeremy Rutherford taking your two-part questions for the Red Hot St. Louis Blues. 905, design air heating and cooling email today, 945. You switch over to 101 ESPN and that YouTube chat, which is very nice. Uh, and watch Jackson and I just get it handed to us from mm. 10 to 11 on 101 ESPN with Mung and S. Burkhardt, Alton Toyota's Balloon Party. You are listening to TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.